It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome back to the Chatters Box. My name is Kyle McClellan, your host. And today I am joined by a former teammate of mine. I look at you putting the blame I'm on. I put my Albert chain on. Putting yeah, on. it's, well, you know, spotlight's on right so, now. So, <laughs> Brendan Ryan uh, and I go back. 2004, we're teammates. Yep. So we've known each other. Uh, almost 20 years. So yep. this is going to be a fun one. Uh, <laughs> and I am happy to officially welcome Brennan Ryan into the Chatters Box. Thank you for stepping in. Very excited to be here. What um, What are you doing here? I don't know. <laughs> I, I Honestly, I feel like they got names mixed up or something. Like, I got a bobblehead going on. Like, this is like... I did not play well enough for this kind of attention. I don't, but I'm not going to tell them that. You're right. You know, just keep tricking them. I guess them. I just messed that up. Keep tricking them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so l- let's go back. Me and you have yep. known each other for a long, long time. And I, I was thinking about it on the way down here. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be respectful in this podcast. Okay. And I think right. you understand I respect you. <laughs> but you are totally different than yeah. any person I've ever come across <laughs> in, in baseball. And this isn't a bad like people might right. hear this and be like, oh man, but like like you embrace this. Sure, you understand yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. Um I, I literally think of Brennan Ryan as like my son's ten. <laughs> That's he, a good start. He's, he's nine, he's about to be ten, and he's way more mature than you. <laughs> By far. I don't even know him. <laughs> so I feel like you're you're like a four year old trapped yep. in a forty year old body right yeah. now. But you played like that and you were a teammate like that. And it's right. something that like Everybody is is drawn to you and attracted to you, and we'll get into that. Okay. But you have more fun than anybody I've ever been around <laughs> playing the game. Sure, um, yeah. And so I want I want to talk about that a little bit. And it starts in we we played together in Peoria. Yep. In two thousand four. Yep. I remember your apartment. I remember it flooding. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we can talk about that on the air though. <laughs> that wasn't my doing. That was not. Um, so we played together there. We were yep. me, you, and Matt Pagnazzi. Yeah. We're the only three on that team. Mm-hmm. That started in Peoria and ended in Peoria. So wow. everybody either went up yep. or got called up through there. We were the only three that That's stayed right. there the entire year. Yep. You had a way more successful year than I did. Matt Pagnazzi probably had a more successful year than I did. <laughs> but we were there all year together. And mm-hmm. um, the, the, <laughs> thing, the thing that sticks out when I think of Brennan Ryan, <clears throat> I've never known anybody oh boy. that is tries to be... As late as possible without being late. <laughs> right. Okay, so let's explain this. Yeah. Think Indiana Jones. Okay. Yeah. With the hat and all that. Yeah. That's kind of okay. a good feeling to just make it. I mean, let's be honest. Having perfect change, those kind of things, it feels good. Okay, feels so good. it feels good. Helps you yeah, you know you're alive, you know, when you just barely make it. So one of my <laughs> one of my one of my my visions right now is sitting on the bus fifteen minutes early, because my high school Summer coach, if you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. You're late. So yep. at nine o'clock, you got to be there. You got to be there at eight forty-five. So I'm yep. on the bus. I'm sure at like eight forty. You know, that's we'll no say, fun. You're not sweating anything. Say, say you're just being nine. responsible. That's too fun. That's, <laughs> that's, that's not fun. Say it's a nine o'clock <laughs> bus. Uh, Pop Warner, current third base coach for the Cardinals, yep. sitting in the front seat as yep. a hitting coach. Yep, my first one. Brennan, <laughs> Brennan, walking up, getting out of your Jeep. Yep, walking up right. with you got had to bring your pillow. Yeah, had to bring your fan. Got it. Yep, in and hand. you got your whole bag, like mm-hmm. everything, bat bag, zippers, travel open. bag, everything. Yeah, <laughs> the whole thing. The shirts, like we had to wear a collared shirt, and you would like have it on like sideways, your collar and one arm, but out. not yeah, right. not on the other, just to prove a point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so the bus is about it's about to turn nine, and like pops looking at his watch, and he's like, as soon as it hits nine, close the doors, and yeah. and it is. You know, most of the time you're like 
59, 59 and a half and you step on the bus. Yeah. Right? Good that's feeling. always your thing. And then you right. walk down, you're laughing. Everybody's, <laughs> right. everybody's, everybody's so High mad at you. High fives all the way down. But everybody's yeah. also mad at you. At oh, the same still, time. oh, for sure. For sure. I think everyone's rooting against me. Let's be honest. How fun is that if I miss the bus, right? <laughs> so this time, <laughs> yeah. 59, 59 yeah. and a half, turn to nine. Doors closed. I'm somewhere driving on a sidewalk trying to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Doors closed. Yep. You're standing outside as the doors close. That's right. Doors don't open back up. They did not. Bus pulls away. Where did you go? Do you remember? Uh, I know it was in Wisconsin. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was about eight I hours. I drove to yes. Green Bay from Peoria. <laughs> yep. Wherever that, what was it, the Brewers? I want to say it was Appleton. Appleton. Appleton that might have been it. Appleton, yeah. Yeah. Or it, it might have been uh, West Michigan. I don't know. It was one, it was one it of the It was away. Yeah. So oh, we, it was like we pull off. 10 plus hours, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> so we pull off. <laughs> Um, no Brennan. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brennan's back heading to the Jeep. Mm-hmm. Make your way. Yep. You get there with the bus. I got there. <laughs> yep. I snuck <laughs> right try, into try the clubhouse line. <laughs> try to sneak in line. Like nothing, nothing to happened. see here. <laughs> yeah. And then what happened? Oh, uh, someone was like, hey, Josie wants to see uh, our manager. And uh, it, it was a very short talk. It was. Uh, <laughs> Get your stuff and head back. That's about as long as it went. I thought, hey, come on, I made the effort. I'm here, right? Like, you know, you know maybe just let me sit on a bench or something, right? No, go home. Go home. And not only miss this series, but we were going to another. Yeah. Like, we we let, we let played, you know, three there, went to somewhere else for three. Yeah. But you missed that whole, you missed the, the whole series. Was not allowed to even be in attendance. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Uh, so you drove rough. back to Peoria that drove night, all the way back. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then yep. sat. You had a seven day vacation. <laughs> yep, yep, with those giant spiders around everywhere. Oh man! Uh, so that's that's uh, in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Brennan Ryan. The that's other a daily, daily Brennan, daily Ryan, Brennan. Right? The yeah. other Brennan Ryan can flat pick it at shortstop. <laughs> I mean, one Thank of you. one of the best defensive shortstops um, that I've ever seen. Thank you, and, and for sure played with, and that's not a knock to the other guys. I think if people played with you or mm-hmm. against you, they saw it. Um, I mean, and, and here in, in St. Louis, we have a pretty good historical yep. shortstop. Of course, you know, yeah, yeah. And and uh, his his category is standalone. But man, I got to tell you, what you were able to do at shortstop, and I saw it in the minor leagues, I saw mm-hmm. it in the big leagues. It was incredible. Thank you. Um, and and that's what kept you in the game for as, as, as long as yeah as, as you as you were able to play I mean you're a guy that got over 10 years in the big leagues uh, because your defense was was remarkable yeah uh, well thank you um, you know a lot of people obviously helped along the way um, but I can remember a conversation before my first big league spring training in 06 I remember <clears throat> talking to my agent and it was you know look you're you're trying to play for Tony Larusa, right that's your, that's that's the jefe. So that's who you want to get in the good graces of. And what better way to do it than to be trustworthy at a premium position like shortstop. And as a young guy, if we all remember, Tony you know, really leaned on veterans. So mm-hmm. it was a very difficult roster to crack as a, as a young guy um, at, a, at a position of importance like shortstop. And so I, I remember that conversation because it was like, okay, a decision was made right then and there. I'm putting you know, so much attention and effort into the defensive side because I need him to see it. I need him to know it and feel it, that that he's he can trust me, even with all the silliness <laughs> that we just talked about that would go on outside the lines. Um, and so it was a major, major focus for me going into that camp. Now, the next thing that was said um, was, you might want to consider getting there a week early. And I was like, Oh, okay, yeah. And what ended up happening was I had a week to myself mm-hmm. with I had I had Mr. Kissel, right? I had I had George Kissel. I was lucky enough to get to know him for a couple years. Um, but you know, Akendo obviously kind of was preaching the same word and all that stuff. And then to have that one-on-one with him, where he just worked my butt into the ground and essentially just cleaned up footwork and a lot of it that I've learned and I'm coaching, you know, my kids, it's, it's so rarely is it a mechanical thing, you know, put your foot here, get your, what do you, how often do you hear, get your elbow up, you know, mm-hmm. like what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, 
but you know, uh, uh, I've had some great hitting instructors, and the ones that got to me the best were the ones that planted a seed. They, they, it was just a thought, you know, and it could be something like just pretend the infield's in, and you know, there are a bunch of bowling pins, and just knock one of them lo- one of them over. You hit it so hard, that kind of thing. And what it ends up doing is kind of fixing the plane of your swing or whatever it may be, as opposed to getting lost in the mechanics and all that stuff. And so getting back to Kendo, getting that, I remember getting back to my hotel room, the Embassy Suites, right? That was a big jump to go across <laughs> the street from the double tree, as we call it, the two tree. Uh, and then you get to big league spring training, you go over to the Embassy Suites and writing notes so that I just wouldn't forget any of that stuff. And, and, uh, and it was little things like catching the ball in the right eye on turning a double play you know, from shortstop. And it, I was always uncomfortable because I was always taught field over the left eye. And that brings your momentum towards first base and all that stuff. But if you get into that position as you're listening and you catch it over your left eye and you're trying to throw a ball to second base, you're sort of angled straight down. How do you get underneath and push from that position? But if you catch it over your right eye, it's a natural transition into the, you know, into that throw to second base. And it just like little things, tiny little thing like that. I was like, oh my gosh, that just changed everything, you know. And that's the difference between minor league and major league, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, those little things that people don't see on TV, right? That people would never know, but mm-hmm. that they all do. And yep. that comes from that top notch instruction um, that we've been fortunate to have yep. in the Cardinals and not just on infield, but, you know, it, right. you can go down the line of catching sure. and pitching and all those kinds of things yep. that makes that kind of difference. Um, so how, how, so you had that week and it cleaned you up because this is the, this is the thing people don't realize. Pop Warner told me when, when we were in rookie ball Mm -hmm. and he said, when you make it to your first major league spring training, just know that the reputation that you earn in those first few days, you'll never shed. So like you are labeled sure your first impression and it will stick with you as being your home organization as who drafted you and all that like that label you will never be able to shed that with with the major yeah with the major league staff yeah so having that week to clean it up now that first impression comes first day yeah now they're going hey he he is catching over his right eye and he does understand all these things and so those things are going to help to evaluate and say yeah he's ready Mm -hmm. because it you can instruct at the major league level a little but you gotta there's not a lot like you gotta be there i mean you, you gotta be 99% 99% of the way there. There isn't a, hey, we can yeah. bring you along. Not in this organization when you're expected to win and compete. Right. You know? um, so that's a big deal to yeah. have that week and to be. So, what was that impression day one of camp? You've had those things. You've built that relationship with Mr. Kissel and, mm-hmm. and, and Cheo. Uh, so, you go in day one. How was it with Tony? Because I, I know Tony really well and right. I know your personality really well. Yeah. And I know how the relationship went, but that's a that had to grow over time, right? Yeah, and it's funny because, you know, even today, uh, well, what do I get asked about, right? Yeah, what do, we'll, what do we'll, I get? We'll get into Just that. We'll get, we'll get yeah, into I figured it. We'll we would. Into it. Yeah. Uh, and, but I'll, I'll say the other one. The other one is uh, um, that, you know, people think that Tony didn't like me. Mm-hmm. And I, that couldn't have been further from the right. truth. I, I mean, I looked at him like a second father. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was a young 25 mm-hmm. and still needing some guidance, you know, I mean, a um, little bit of ADD mixed in and, you know, I see something shiny, I'm off in that direction. But um, but he appreciated that. I think he saw that you can't have a bunch of robots. You need to have different personalities and, and for it all to mesh and work and, and that that's, there can be a happy balance there. And so he was very supportive of me, uh, even through some of the, you know, uh, attempted hazings uh, that, that were, uh, were going on. But... but um, but that was, you know, that was, again, the focus was earning his trust and a lot of its perception. You know, I, I can, you, it's funny, you look back at these moments and you're like, wow, that was a, that was a silly big moment right there. You know, I, I remember a moment in the dugout and uh, uh, someone else was told to get ready to pinch run. And so, you know, they're, they're loose. And I was like, no, that's, no, I don't, like, I'm not starting. I, I, that, that's me. That's got to be my role. I, I don't have I don't have anything else to offer right now. You know, a defensive replacement. You know, this is this is uh, I think 08. and um, you know, but 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 speaking to the perception side, I put a helmet on, right? I'm jogging in the dugout. I'm stretching. I'm I'm ready. I'm I want this opportunity. And it's like to go pinch run for Yachty at first base <laughs> late in the game. You know, 
Um, but I end up in there and like, uh, um, I think there was a, you know, a muffed throw, whatever it was. And I did a funny slide, but got in there safe. And I remember getting to third with, with uh, one out, infield in against the Cubs. And um, D Rose at second base and hit a, a, a chopper to him and got in there and scored. But it was like, you know, I did everything perfect in that one moment. And it, it just, you played it all back and it looked like that was the right decision. This guy was ready to play. He was in mm-hmm. it. It seemed to have a carryover effect. You know, the, the next year I ended up getting uh, the opportunity to, to start and all that stuff. But, you know, you look at these little moments and it's like, yeah, that that mattered. And, uh, um, well, and, and Tony notices those, right? So, like, there's, oh, yeah. a, there's a moment that I, I recall vividly of myself. Mm-hmm. I was a starting pitcher for uh, a half a year mm-hmm. in my career. Okay. Yep. And I'm on deck. Mm hmm. And there's a there's a moment where it was it was a big part of the game, mm-hmm. and Tony looks out at me and he pulls me back, and I knew why he was pulling me back because it was less than two outs and he pulled me back before he sent me to go up, and it was less than two outs and there was a runner at third base and he didn't think that I would know to go up there and direct the runner if there was a tag, and I knew it huh. like I could read him right and I'm like <clears throat> no. I'm ready for this moment. Like yeah. I know the game. I pay attention. I want you to know that. Right. And so as I came down the steps, I walked by and I said, just so you know, I knew to go out there and to, to help the runner at home plate. Right. And I just kind of said it in passing and I walked yeah. by and you could tell he was kind of like, he read my mind, you know, like he, like, right. but I was ready for that moment. And that matters for Tony. Like no that's a big question. So I don't know yep. if, if that, you know, the next time maybe he trusted me a little bit more, but mm-hmm. like to let him know, like, Hey, I'm not just in a tunnel vision here. Like I, I'm aware of what's going on. And I know my right. role as an on deck guy isn't just to sit there and get loose. Like yeah. if there's a play at the plate, I'm up there directing right, left, you know, whatever you need to do. Yeah. Um, and those things for Tony as somebody that paid so much attention to detail, yep. it's, it's earned. Right. And like you said, as young yeah. guys, he doesn't trust young guys as much as the veterans that he right. knows what he's going to get have been vetted, have been through all that, yep. and have shown that, yep. um, you know, it's a safer bet on his part. Sure. Um, you know what you're getting. Yeah, you yeah. know what you're getting for sure. Yeah. But by earning that, you know, and doing that and taking the right route from, you know, a high chopper and getting a read and sliding to the right side right. of it and doing all that, earned you that that more trust and that, yep. that longer leash with him. For sure. Um, especially for, sure. for a guy like you like to push buttons. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like Troy Gloss yeah. uh, came over. <laughs> Troy Gloss is a tough one. Yeah. Um, and you, I mean, you and him. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? Do you, yeah, I don't know if you recall, I, every time we got on the bus. I definitely recall. So so, in, so let's go back to <laughs> Brennan Ryan with the pillow and the fan yeah. and the zipper undone and everything, um, you know, completely out of whack. Right. Still in the big leagues. Yeah. With yeah. the same collared shirt that you had every every trip, never changed it. No, same white. If I was getting hits, that same yellow, same white. Yeah, it turned yeah, yellow. Polo. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, same it suit. They got cut up. Only one suit in Atlanta. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so so wearing that, walking back, and and on on the major league bus, um, Tony didn't like the players to sit with the media, so we were crammed onto one bus. Yep. Lot, everybody's doubled up. Yep. Except a couple people oh, right yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> and one of those was troy gloss who yep. really wanted people to know he needed his own yeah you couldn't sit with him this is a 10-year play <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh and brendan would come back with all of his gear yeah and stand right next to troy straight faced every every, every <laughs> bus ride and stand there while the bus is going. So now we're now we got you know we got bumps and we're yeah. we're moving and we're swaying and we're falling into oh. and so yeah you're 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 pushing into them even better because and you would just say uh, Troy there there's a open open chair right the right there so that I can offended <laughs> so unbelievably offended. God, I'll tell you what, Yachty and his tourists, those guys, you wouldn't even Loved see them. It. it would just be their feet in the air above the headrest, just dying. God, they loved it so much. And you know what? It, sometimes you, sometimes you just play to an audience at two, you know? Right. So be it. Right. So be it. As every, long as they're tickled. Every bus trip. <laughs> yeah, every, time. every time. So getting on the bus yep. to go to the plane, getting yep. off the plane right. to go to the hotel. Yep. Same story every time. Do you mind if, is that, can yeah. I, is that, no? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> every time. I don't, I don't see anywhere else that has a seat <laughs> open but this one right next to you. <laughs> and so oh. you would end up standing there most of the time. And then where, where would you end up sitting? I don't even remember. Oh, maybe the would bathroom. Would you make a seat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I stood a couple times. Because you were definitely the last one on. So yeah. you were trying oh, yeah. to take advantage of the open seat. Yeah. Beer, well, beer, we always say that, beer in both hands, yeah. right? As yeah. Beer Young guy. guys had to bring it on, yeah. Yeah. I almost got hit by a bus. Because I remember... Uh, <laughs> I had to run. Well, at one point it was uh, it was veteran bus, rookie bus, before Tony made the switch, and um, uh, Edmonds always rode on the on the rookie bus. At least I only played with him in the 07, but but he uh, he rode with us because he said it made him feel younger or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember we were we were I debuted in Houston, and we got to a red light, and you could like hear the first bus. Like where's a beard, you know that whole thing, <laughs> and uh, veteran bus, right? right? Of course, and uh, you can imagine who those voices were <laughs> right. in 07. Um, and so Jimmy's like, dude, you got to run him the bu- you got to run him the beer, <laughs> and the the bus doors open. I took, I'm telling you, the the light hit green when the doors open. Someone timed that light, and I mean, I almost ended up like a bug in a windshield full of beer, but. Uh, I got beer to the other bus, and then I came back and again got high fives from both sides all the way down the bus from uh, from 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 the rookie guys. It was great. It was oh, so man. funny. Almost died though on my uh, debut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, you got to get it over there. You, you got to get, get a job some, done. Yeah, you gotta get yeah. Little there. man on totem pole. Yeah. Got a lot you of gotta stop on that bus before you go to the rookie that's bus. Right. For that that's right. That's right. So let's talk a little bit about your relationship with Albert because mm-hmm. I know um, Albert had a. Uh, he had a soft spot for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it was an unlikely pairing, Very, right? I think right? a lot of people would say oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but talk yeah. talk about that relationship. Yeah, he's uh, he's very special to me. Um, he, you know, I think just, he's just kind in general to people. He's definitely, you know, um, he's just got, he seems like, you know, even more patient and, and, I don't know if he got more polite, but he's just more approachable. He's just, you know, he's playing up. Maybe he wasn't as as bothered over there in Anaheim because I, I got to join up with him in mm-hmm. Anaheim for for a little bit there too. And and uh, um, he's just so well, mellow. Well, and, here, here's the thing: I, I want people to understand. Yeah, to be a superstar in this league mm-hmm. is is different, right? So like, yeah, for me to walk in every day and prepare myself to play was difficult mm-hmm. because I wasn't. I had to be on my game every sure, day. Right. I mean, I, Same. my yeah. talent wasn't, you know, to the point where I could just roll out there and get it done. You had to be focused every day. Sure. There, that's a that's a large level of preparation oh, yeah. and anxiety and everything that goes with For it. Sure. You were the same way. Yep. So you have to understand to be a superstar in this league and to prepare yourself for because there's 40,000 people out there that aren't coming to watch you and they're not coming exactly. to watch me, right? They're yep. buying the ticket because they want to see him. Right. And Tony always made sure when we were home, Albert didn't have an off day. Right, like that was yeah. that was something he always did because he knew people in the stands were buying a ticket to come see him. Albert Umpires knew would remind me of that too when I <laughs> question a call. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that like the the Albert that we knew and got to see, it, it, like what he's preparing for every day when he walks into that building. It, yeah, to, to it's a whole be other job. Superstar in the face of Major League Baseball when he was mm-hmm. here in St. Louis no doubt was the guy the right machine. in baseball yeah and and how he had to prepare himself for that and the expectation and weight he had to put on his shoulders to go out and do it i think allowed him that what you're talking about yeah. not as approachable yeah you know and you There's would say so, you're getting tugged in so many different so many ways. ways and you know think about like you know people don't realize like I, so i played with jeter and his last year like you could see yeah. his face had aged like Anyone, I, like my dentist asked me to get an autographed ball right, or whatever. Right, right, I'm not right, even kidding. Right. Um, Did you get it? No. No. <laughs> I didn't even return the time. I was like, what is, get out of here. <laughs> uh, anyway, but he, yeah, he, um, so there's so much asked of him. Yeah. You know, media is always, you know, the visiting team wants mm-hmm. to get that one interview with him, whatever it may be. So, you know, and, and then he's doing a lot for, um, charity and all that, right? And that that takes time. And he, he's 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 not he's he's not. Uh, he, it's 
it's all eye contact. It's all authentic. It's it's his true self. He cares about the kids. Um, he's a special guy, and so you know, going back to my time here, you know, some of the stuff was you know, look, I, I, every everyone I guess has been hazed at some point or whatever it is. <laughs> use another word. Uh, earn their stripes, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes it gets taken a little too far. Um, not that he wouldn't like, you know, flick my ear or something. If I, you know what I remember him doing? I, uh, I would fall asleep on the flights. Instantly. 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 Oh yeah, my I've God. Never seen right on takeoff. I've never seen anybody that falls asleep. You and Colby Rasmus oh, can fall asleep. Yeah. Like nobody Before else I've ever seen. Before we're off the ground. Yeah. That tug, yeah. I don't know what, but yeah. mouth open yeah. and here comes Albert. I, whether it was a peanut or a grape, <laughs> always had to drain a couple in my mouth while I was asleep. Every time, every single time. But any, but you know, that's all silly stuff. And uh, he just, you know, he kind of put his arm around me. I think, you know, he he saw what I could do defensively, and you know, he wasn't like, okay, this guy's just a knucklehead, yeah. right? He he can help us, and and uh, um, you know, and then there were there were times where I got to hit in front of him um, when I was really going well, and he, you know, tell me a pitch to look for. Um, you know, help me out with that kind of stuff. But, but he really liked, and I mean, cause this is what he told me. He really liked how I handled some of the tough stuff in that clubhouse. Cause really, I mean, like before you got there, I'm looking around and it's like, well, Yachty's the closest in age. Mm-hmm. Skip. Well, he's like a full blown veteran, yeah. you know, um, skips like even his first week, he's already like a veteran yeah. kind of guy. Yeah. Right. Um, That's why he's managing now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, he, <laughs> and yeah. doing a great job. He is. Yeah. He, yeah, he's right for the job. Yeah. Um, and Chris Duncan, mm-hmm. and and Chris was a, a a really important guy to me when I was when I was you know coming up and and it's tough because you know he's not here anymore and and uh, I'm reminded by little things um, that you know he would throw my way that helped me. Shoot, I wore I wore his baseball pants like my first couple years in the big leagues, um, but um, but yeah, Albert Albert's always been extremely kind. I thought he broke my back when he uh, <laughs> when he found found me in the club. You didn't know I got traded over there, and uh, when we joined up in Anaheim or whatever it is now, L.A. It's completely ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, he picked me up off the ground and broke everything in my back. It felt like, but but. Uh, <laughs> Very special, and and uh, and that's why I'm wearing the chain. He got the chain for me just because he thought that I, you know, handled some stuff well, and, and he wanted to do something nice for for someone. And and I remember over a year before that, I I had like my, you know, like my silver chain and stuff, and uh, and I'd said, you know, I was going well at the time, you know, in what like. 18 at bats, I had some hits mm-hmm. or whatever. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to chirp now. Like he, Albert's struggling at like 304, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I'm like, hey, Albert, you know, if you need some hits, mm-hmm. like, dude, I mean, hey, it's got it's got hits in it, you know, that whole thing. And he's like, you know, pipe down Rook, that, mm-hmm. that whole deal. But, uh, but, but the point of all that was like a year and change later, um, someone in the clubhouse has given it to me for, you know, no apparent reason. Uh, and he interrupted them. And threw me this pouch, and I caught the pouch, and I th- I was like, uh, I honestly I swear I thought he threw me a bunch of quarters, and because the thing is, you know, I cut it down, but it was down to my belly button. <laughs> right, I remember it right. hitting yeah, me yeah, in the yeah, teeth yeah, yeah. when I was running to first and stuff, <laughs> and uh, and it was this chain, and it was like, it was, you know, I, I, can I accept this, um, that whole thing? But for him to file that away, you know, unprovoked you know, for over a year kind of thing and then play Santa Claus. Um, pretty cool. Yeah. And I noticed like, if you go back and you look at that infield in Anaheim, you're like, huh, kayaspo has got a chain. Ibar's got a chain. <laughs> like all these guys end up with chains and stuff. I know he bought Rasmus a, a studded out uh, diamond, you know, Brightling or whatever it was, Rolex or something like that. So he was playing Santa, you know, pretty much every year with somebody. And um, that's just, you know, that's who he was. And, and uh, what a fun role to play! If, yeah, if you got the pockets for well, it. Well, and I think it goes back to like he he saw you were an asset, right? Sure, <clears throat> sure. And there's an yeah. there's an investment there, of, right? 
if you're not an if you're not an asset, he ain't spending that time with you. Yeah, right. Why waste your time? That it, kind it, of thing. It's yeah. a hey, this guy can help us win. Yeah, you know, and we need him. And uh, um, he would tell you, he would tell you, you know, he he was very complimentary about the defense and and getting earning his respect yeah. was was a big deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm throwing to him like. Well, Dude, and, you're and nervous, like you're throwing Albert Pujols, you know. What people don't realize is is t- the way Tony ran things. Mm-hmm. Albert ran that locker room. Yeah, Chris Carpenter ran that locker yeah. room. He leaned on his veterans. Yeah, to, and it wasn't just the superstars. There was other veterans in there that you know, Russ Springer. I can think of like, Big I mean, time. Every, he had people Both in different categories. Him. Yeah, that, yeah, that ran that clubhouse mm-hmm. so that Tony didn't have to. So, I mean. If if Albert, we've seen it. If Albert or Carp or somebody goes to Tony and says, "Hey, there's an issue here," that player is gone Gone. and will never come back. Right? (laughs) Never ever come back. You know. So that's a the 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 power that he put in their hands to say, "This is your team. How do you want it to look? And how do you want it run? You guys do it." Yep. um, Was a big part of that for sure. Um, So one of those names that I just mentioned, I think, is the other question you always get asked. Oh yeah. Um, Yeah. And, and, and I think I've, if you Google my name, <laughs> his name comes right <laughs> alongside it. Like you can't avoid it. It's it's not I, that I'm trying to or anything. Uh, I mean, I, you told the story at fantasy camp last year, and I was literally crying. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. And so we have to go back to it. And here's yeah. the thing about Brendan Ryan: is his stories take forever, very detailed. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So this yeah. is going to be great. Um, Chris Carpenter. Yeah. He was tough. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Tough teammate. Yeah. Um, great teammate. Uh huh. But extremely Unbelievable tough. pitch. Well, yeah. you know, yeah, tough. It came with it, right? Like yeah. it was earned, kind of like Albert. Right. Like Albert, Albert wasn't like he was to you to everybody. You had to earn that. Yes, you had to get into that circle. Yep. Carp was like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Carp since have had some great conversations about it, and he and yeah. he just says, he says, look, the way I was brought up in the game, mm-hmm. that's the way it was done, and it was important for me to carry that on because that's how I that's that's how I thought it was. Yeah. And that's his um, identity too, right? And it's I also mean, how I had to prepare myself to play every day. Yeah. I had to be like that. Right. Um, and I'll tell you, I appreciate it mm-hmm. because we don't win without Chris Carpenter like that. Dude, I that, mean, that that is a intensity and a, um, and a, like when you see Chris Carpenter walking down the hall, you act differently. Right. You talk differently. That's for sure. You're Walk paying a attention. Little taller, like, did, I, did I work out hard enough? He was yeah. in there watching me. Right. It was my bullpen quality enough. Right. He held everybody to that standard of what he held himself to. Yeah. And and it and it it pushed everybody. There's sure. no doubt. Sure. And there is I mean we well, he got wasn't to, in the clubhouse like goofing off during games either. No. Right? I mean he's there. He's on the top rail, right, educating, teaching. Yep. We've had some great ones in, in this organization. Mm-hmm. Bob Gibson, mm-hmm. you know, probably the, the top of them. But I'm going to tell you right now, if there's a guy you need to win a game. Oh, man. Chris Carpenter's in that. I don't want that at that. <laughs> in the top of that list. X in you know? both sides. Like, yeah. not, no one was doing yelling that really at you then. while you're you out know? there. You yeah. Like, so speaking of yelling at. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so let's revisit this. Yeah. Uh, we're in Cincinnati, 2010. Yep. yep. Um, ESPN game. Yeah. National TV. Yep. Carps. Big series. Big series. Like the last day of uh, August or the first day of September kind of thing. When they end up, Cincinnati, we, we end up not in the playoffs. They end up, Cincinnati's in the playoffs. And we're, they, they we're make just it. behind so them. We're, in we're the, close. In the, yeah, yeah, within a game or two. Yeah. You remember um, what we did that series? I don't. We swept. Did in we? Cincy. We swept them. Yeah. Well, we're not here to talk about that. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so, that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> so Chris Carpenter yeah. starting uh, just to set the stage. Carp, mm-hmm. Carp, super intense, especially on game days. Yep. Um, don't talk to him. Right. Stay out of his way. Right. Let him do his thing. Yep. No eye contact. No eye contact. Mm-hmm. Be ready. Yeah. So let's let's pick it up there. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati. Yep. National anthem. You know, ish is going on. Your your mindset as you're getting ready to go play shortstop on ESPN behind Chris Carpenter. Okay, so you know, like, huge series. We're all geared up for this. We know how important this one is. I mean, we lined up our rotation, you know, uh, for that series and had Carp, Wayno, uh, what, Pinheiro maybe? Or Smoltz. I think Smoltz might have thrown the third one. Um, so, regardless, um, getting ready for the game. And uh, there's one batting cage in there, no TV, so you're kind of on your own. And Big Mac's our hitting coach, so he's in there flipping. Um, sort of flipping. He had a hard time with that. <laughs> but but uh, 
But, you know, so I, I get ready, I'm dressed and everything, and uh, I go out to the dugout, I run, I'm ready, but I'm like, man, I haven't hit in a while, you know, and the other guys should be done by now. I look at the clock, I'm like, mm, yeah, I got, I, got, I, got, I got time, I got time. We're gonna hit in the first inning anyway. And so I run, I run back up the up the ramp, you know, into the cage. It, it, okay, so the batting cage is not close. It's not like, like some of these are connected. right behind yeah, the dugout. This is in. The, you removed. actually go to the locker room. Yes. Then turn. Right. So yeah. like it's it's a part of the locker room, which right. is up doors closed. Like yeah. you got to go in, you got to go down the hallway, then go into the door to the, lo- to yes. the batting cage. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Not so you know, yeah. even like crowd noise, you're not even no. around for no. any of it. And uh, so yeah, in a vacuum, and I. I um, um, I oh so what happened was I didn't like the flips I got you know I got like how do you get bean three times in flips right <laughs> like come on so it's like a bunch of hit and runs and I'm like I'm not ready to go so okay all right so I head back to the cage shooters in there who's our 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 BP guy and I you know after like the fourth or fifth swing I start feeling good and I, I kind of get lost in the moment a little bit okay now back to the game we end up with a five pitch first inning it was either five or six pitches. And boom, we're, we're out there on defense. Well, <laughs> the two games or whatever it was before that, I, I uh, okay, no, I'm going to tell that part next. Um, so I, I'm lost in the cage and big sweat. Dennis Reyes comes running in in broken English. And he's like, right, you didn't go to the dugout, you know, all that stuff. And I'm like, huh? He's like, they're on the field. You got to go, man. You know, all that stuff. And I'm like. Yeah, right, dude. You're just messing with me. Like one of the bullpen guys told you to come in and say that to me or whatever. And and then I stop. I'm like, ah, I better go check, right? I go check and I see, you know, you, you can only see feet because um, the overhang of the stands. So I'm like running down the the, the, the the ramp and I see, oh, there's Yachty's feet. Oh, Carp's feet on the mound. Oh, there's Albert's feet. And then I see everyone in the field and, <laughs> and no shortstop. And so, uh, okay. Here's where the nightmare really, really, really begins. Okay. So now I'm like, oh man, I better get out there, duh. And as I'm running past Tony, uh, Dave Duncan, Joe Patini, McKay, the whole crew, and all the guys on the bench, I'm, I think, by the way, Carpenter's screaming at Schumacher. <laughs> uh, where, you know, where is he in. More words or less, and uh, you know, Skip's like, uh, you know, it's probably an ice cream. You know, know. Ryan with ice cream, they got a great ice cream selection here, and uh, Uh. uh, so, so okay, now I'm running down the dugout or up the dugout, I should say, (laughs) and it occurs to me, oh dear God, my glove is in my locker because Mike Aldretti had his son's AAU team playing in a tournament in Cincy. So they were there in BP and they all wanted to like try on my glove and all that stuff, you know? And I was like, sorry, you could wreck my car. Don't touch right, my glove. Right. Yeah. And, and so, uh, so I brought it in and sat it on my chair and, and, uh, and I'm like, well, now cut to me back running through the dugout. I'm like, well, I'll, that's not happening. Let me just make sure I grab a right-handed throwing glove. So as I'm running, I don't break stride. I grab a black mitt, <laughs> and it was Aaron Miles' infield glove. I'm like, okay, it'll work. It's a second baseman's glove, a little small. So be it. I'm not breaking stride. I ran out there to shortstop. I'm like, oh man. Now again, all the warm up pitches, everything. It's all like, yeah. we're back from commercials. Yeah, balls, balls been thrown down a second. Oh right, yeah, right. yeah. without me, and I get to short and and. <laughs> My shoelaces were completely untied. I'm talking like an inch and a half of like the wick of the end of the shoelace sticking out of, you know, oh God. And so I'm like, oh man, nope, not doing it. I put my pants right over my laces uh, as fast as I could. <laughs> like I'm, uh, we're rolling with this. And uh, knowing, hey man, if if ball gets deep in the six hole, this could get really interesting. And um, I look up from putting my pant leg over my laces to hide my situation, and Carpenter is staring at me, and he goes, again in more or less words, 
screaming at the top of his lungs. I mean, not subtle, which is what I was trying to be. Uh, are you going to tie him? It's like, I don't know what to do. Try not to bring any attention to this. And you're screaming at me. He said it again. I turned around. I turned around. I showed my back to him. And and uh, he got on the mound and off we went. Uh. What happens? First guy, Phillips, comes up and hits a, a ground ball to the left side of the infield. I break to my backhand. D-Row catches it, throws it to first. We got one out. Like, wow. Oh, boy. Uh, next guy flies out to center. And then the next guy hits a ground ball to the left side of the infield again. And it went to D-Row. He gets the third out. I'm like, wow, we got through it. I get to go tie my shoes now. That's good. Uh, but hey, how about that? You know, we all lived through that. Good for you guys. But didn't didn't you switch your glove out? Oh, you're right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the nightmare was yeah <clears throat> deeper. So after I didn't tie my shoes, and he screamed at me, and I turned around, he gets on the mound, and he's about to throw the first pitch, <laughs> gets his sign, and then so Aaron Miles saw what was going on in the dugout. He's like, he's got my glove. I better go grab his. Seems like the logical thing to do. And so he runs back into the clubhouse. Now, cut to Carp. He's got his sign. He's about to rock back. And then Miles, he's now at the top step, screaming at me, shaking my glove like, I found it. I, I got it. I found it. I got the lucky ticket kind of thing. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, it's too late now. Everyone knows I don't have my... So he throws it to me. It's like skipping on the dirt and stuff. Carp <laughs> has like, to step off. Carp had to step oh, off the man. mound. I got my glove now. I got to throw it back to him. I mean, it just wouldn't end. We get through the inning, and Carp about... I think it was the hardest, ball he, hardest pitch he threw that day was his glove against the end of the dugout. And all I heard was... Ryan, come here. You know, I was like, oh man, here Meet we me go. In the tunnel. Yep. So, what happens? The whole world gets a front row seat. <laughs> well, he tried to, he tried to take you out where nobody could see down it. the steps. Yeah, right. But the camera, <laughs> the camera well is on the home plate side. Had a great view, just of you. Oh. I don't, I don't think it really got him, but it just had your face. Imagine like trying to see, you know, like a constellation or something with a telescope. Like they could not have been more. <laughs> zoomed in on the two of us and I just looked like a whip dog like I mean I didn't say anything no I just said okay that was all I said at the very end he's either okay or yes sir I don't know what I said uh. I just wanted it to end I can't say anything that was said I do remember the last few words and it was uh well let's just say it didn't happen again you know and, <laughs> right you and, learned uh, your lesson I did but that was oh man you know what though was really cool I mentioned to you before um, and we laugh about it, and it was, it was, it was, it was a nightmare. There's no other way to say it. I mean, we all had that nightmare. I, I kind of mm. lived it. And after the game in the dugout or uh, in my hotel room, I mean, it was like the whole team stopped by the room just to check in, you know, and because they knew, they knew it was a little traumatizing, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, I did not have a good game. I was I was shaken. I you know I didn't yeah. you know and and uh, um, but it was very meaningful to have all those guys come in and and sort of check in on me and hang out and all that stuff. And then of course you know less than twenty four hours later, we're in a big brawl with mm -hmm. with the Reds, and it was sort of you know semi forgotten about. I yeah. guess not really because I you know it's kind of the first thing I'm asked about yeah. now, but. Uh, but wow, what a 48 hours that was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, <laughs> your time here with St. Louis comes to an end mm -hmm. and you get traded. By the way, not long after that. <laughs> I should say yeah, a couple months after that. <laughs> let's, let's revisit that time when yeah. I said Carpenter had a lot of pull, right? <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. And we don't know if that was it. No, it probably no. wasn't. I, I, mean, would, I would never blame him. Probably 100% was it. <laughs> <laughs> So you get traded to Seattle. Yeah. It was the offseason, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is that like? The organization? Well, I think you've... people forgot there was a team up there, you yeah. know. Uh, but 
but it was a it was um it was a lot you and know this is after 2010 yeah in the yeah. off season um I, I was with my buddy we're doing fantasy football at the local sports bar and i remember getting a call from mo and mo mo was mo was just the best he you know I'm not saying that cuz i'm here mm-hmm. you know i really respect what he did for me giving me a shot all that stuff but some you know i he reached out to me. He was very fair and open. He, you know, at that time he was saying, you know, we're probably going to trade you and all that stuff. Be prepared for it. And, you know, that kind of thing. And we'll do the best we can to, you know, trade you somewhere where you can have an opportunity. And that's exactly what he did. Um, uh, you know, there were, there was, I remember struggling and getting a phone call from him in my hotel room and, and him just trying to settle me down. You know, it, it's going to be all right. You're not going anywhere. Um, that kind of thing. And, and so, uh, he was he was great to me, but but off we go. We're a Mariner now, and um, I go from you know being a uh, you know wet behind the ears or whatever to yeah. kind of into a leadership role right. immediately, and um, and so that was different and challenging in itself because uh, you know it wasn't a lot of prep for that. Usually you know years under your belt preps mm-hmm. you, but um, but off we go and and uh, leaving this culture. You know, I never saw anything like the culture here until I got to the next team, which was the Yankees. And yeah. it was very, very similar um, to hear the attention to detail, you know, um, just uh, mindset, focus, demeanor, just all of it. You just kind of felt like, yeah, you, yeah. you just felt it was like it was one nothing in the first right. before the game started mm-hmm. when, when I played for those two teams. And, um, you know, there's a lot of reasons for that. Yeah. But it was a great city. I loved, loved living there. The food, the people. Um, and it was a bummer because they're starving for a winner there. They still mm-hmm. are. And and they were and they were good fans. You know, they were they they were supportive um, when they could boo and that kind of thing. And uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it was great though. So so you're with the Cardinals for. You know, I mean, I always say like I went from a boy to a man. Yeah. In this organization, you For were sure. you were the same way. Yep. You know, it's hard to leave here, and yeah. then especially to watch the next year, the 2011 team go on that run and win. Like what? Oh, you know, man. not to make it personal, but oh, like man. that's hard, right? For I mean, sure. It, it's yeah. You're you're friends, and you want people to do well, but it's also yeah. that like man, I, like I was a part of that building process. Could have been there, kind of thing, right? Yeah. yeah, like and and you know. Um, I'm not throwing any shade uh, or meaning to, but it wasn't like they brought in a $20 million shortstop, right? right? They, they brought in uh, Ryan Terrio mm-hmm. um, and Cosmo was playing, right? And then, uh, and then for Cal for ended Cal, up coming. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was tough, but then it's like, again, these are the guys you guys grew up with sort mm-hmm. of. And, but to be perfectly honest, like my entire family, no one was rooting for the Cardinals. <laughs> right. Nobody, you know, I, I couldn't help it. Cause it's like, what are you gonna do? Root against, you know, Freezer, like yeah. when he comes up for his at bat or something like no chance. So uh, a little bittersweet, but you know, sometimes you can just kind of choose how you want to feel. And it's like, yeah, you know, jealousy could easily creep in and, and that would have been the most amazing experience of all time. And and. You know, but so what? It's 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 humble pie. I mean, hey, I I debuted in 07, they won it in 06. I, yeah. I was on the 40 man. I could have been called up from Memphis and and wasn't, and that's okay. Mentally, probably wasn't ready for it, but it would have been a cool experience and I would have gotten a free ring. <laughs> oh well, minus the taxes, I guess. Right. <laughs> but uh but bookends, missed the series. And then uh and then fast forward to New York, I get traded to the Cubs, get let go of the Cubs. Because they couldn't get rid of Baez or something weird, you believe that? And and then they go ahead and win the World mm. Series. So three times it's kind of like could have been right there. <laughs> Not that it would have gone the same. I you know right, I might have right. messed it up or whatever. But forgot your glove. Or yeah, exactly. Your shoes untied. <laughs> exactly. Well, we gotta we gotta get you to your next stop here. I want to end mm. with one thing. We did fantasy camp together here yeah. in St. Louis, and it was your first time you came back. Yeah. And I remember being on the field with you for that ceremony before, and you said it it. Essentially, you said this heals a lot of wounds. Yeah, and it's great to be back. Yeah, and like, it was hard, right? Very, it was hard yeah. leaving here and the way it happened because I grew up here and I wanted to be here forever. I want to be a part of the success. Right. 
um, and it hurt, but I got to do other things. But now coming back and seeing being embraced by the fans, embraced by the organization, yep. here you are now. The next year you went and announced a draft pick for the Cardinals. So right. things have happened um, very quickly in right. terms of getting back in. And how important is that to you? Well, I just don't – you don't feel deserving, honestly. I don't know why or how. And, and uh, you know, that's why I just don't say no, you know. Um Larry and Joe call, it's, the answer is yes, mm-hmm. of course. I'll do anything I can to be there. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was it was tough because, you know, you're you're traded away, right? You're excited to go somewhere, but then you're also like, well, you know, they didn't want me anymore. And that's that's what I knew, you know, and I, I whatever statistics, you know, all that stuff, it's like kind of gone. You're like starting over again in some ways. Um, so that part's scary, but... but um, but yeah, I mean, it was, you know, there was, again, there was, people didn't understand the relationship that I had with, with Tony and um, I got traded for a single A pitcher, right? With a 10 and a half ERA. And I was a, at the time a starting shortstop. So like, you know, make sense of that. Um, and so it was like, well, he's a cancer in the clubhouse. He's, you know, this and that. Easy things to just throw out there, but um, just weren't the case. And uh, and I but I think people were trying to sort of make sense of it, and that's kind of how it got labeled or whatever you want to say, and and uh, and that you know quite honestly uh, hurt my feelings. I mean, you know, I care about what people think about me, and probably more than I should. Um, so to come back and just be, you know, welcomed the way I have, and and see so many faces that you haven't seen for a long time, and and. Uh, um, just how excited people have been to see you and again and, and that kind of thing. It was like kind of heart healing. Yeah, it was it was uh, very meaningful for me. And, and uh, I think when they showed that highlight reel and and uh, played my walk up song, like I just was <laughs> like, wow, they like they honestly in like 45 seconds, they validated my whole baseball life. Like I I'll be forever thankful. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thanks. Uh, as someone that's known you for almost 20 years and and got yeah. to share the field with you and um, one thing i've learned about brendan ryan don't ever do an autograph session or right. or photo day with brendan yeah, in your right. group because you'll be out there forever and you'll look <laughs> like the bad guy because he's talking to every fan for sure forever yeah um yeah but i appreciate you man it's it's been uh awesome to to watch your career here in st louis and Thank then you, also yeah. elsewhere and Same. to have you come back here um, yeah. is great to have you here this is where you belong and so yeah. we're happy to have you love you buddy thanks and for having me yeah absolutely yeah. so that's going to be a wrap on brendan ryan uh you can check out any of our podcasts that we've done this year last year anywhere you get your podcast uh we have it we also have it on the cardinals youtube channel you can watch the video version which i would recommend this one <laughs> uh, brendan does a good job on uh, being animated and and we had a great time so brendan Definitely. thanks again and uh, we'll see you soon Thanks for having me.